Hey everyone, welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality, health, and lifestyle podcast. Today I have Anne, is it Hints or Heinz? It's Hints. Hints, I got it right the first time. How are yeah. you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah, and you? Right, yeah, thank you for being on the show. Good. Um, so we, yeah, we're going to chat about um, Anne's, uh, a little bit about her story and her background, which leads into the work that she's doing now. She had, um, you know, a traumatic story with her mother when she was younger, and then um, she was able to uh, get into the spiritual world, EFT, and sensing different aspects within her body. I'll let you really explain it more, but it is a fascinating topic, so I'm really excited to dive into this with you today. Thank you. Well, thank you for letting me share it because I believe we can all do this. We have so much power inside of us that we are not aware of at this point. So, yeah. So I did. I had a lot of trauma in childhood. Um, you know, right off the bat, I was born with my right foot up against my right shin. So I had physical therapy for the first six weeks of my life. And then I was given away for adoption, given up for adoption. So, you know, those were subconscious traumas that, you know, wasn't really aware of, but I know they were there. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I had more things going on. I had a lot of teasing at school. I was sent to a boys boarding school. I was the first girl boarder at a boys boarding school for two years. So a lot of teasing there. Mm -hmm. And then my teenage years, both of my parents became alcoholics. So um, there was a lot going on there. And then when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom. And that was kind of the big trauma, but I didn't do anything about it. I didn't know there was anything else I could have done other than just carry on with life. So I just carried on with life. <laughs> I'd suppressed it all. So it wasn't until I was in my late thirties that I actually, I had like a business altercation with a couple of other mothers. They thought I'd done something wrong. I didn't think I'd done anything wrong, but they were very self-assured, confident women, and I was not. And my mind spun out of control, going over and over and over it. And I couldn't sleep for days. And it was at that time where I realized, well, maybe I'm a little more reactionary than other people. You know, I don't think other people would do this. And that's when I first thought, oh, well, maybe something from childhood, maybe there's something there that I need to look at and haven't yet. <laughs> so that was kind of the first inkling. And then it was kind of around that time frame that I actually had a doctor's appointment. Mm -hmm. And he asked me what my stress level was because he could tell I was more stressed than I should be because I was just a stay-at-home mother with two young boys, which can be stressful. You know, everyone who has kids knows that can be stressful, but he recognized it was, I was more stressed. And he asked me on a scale of zero through 10, what it was. I said it was an eight. And then he asked me why. And that, when I knew that my mother's experience, which are now 20 years before this, was still, the tears were still just under the surface and I hadn't dealt with them. So he used this technique with me EFT for 15 minutes and walked, I walked away being able to tell the story in my mind without the tears there. Mm -hmm. And that was such a shift for me. Wow. That's incredible. Can you explain what EFT is? Some people so that's when I, oh, sorry, there was a delay. Sure. It's okay. Sorry. There was, was a quick delay. So I thought of, you were done. There is a delay. Yeah. yeah that's okay. It's <laughs> we're, we're, we're live people. So we'll just, you know, sometimes zoom goes in and out, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Feel free. You said that's when you kind of realized there was more ability to heal. Right. It's kind of a weird technique. You know, it, it doesn't really look like it's doing much. You're, you're tapping on your body in certain spots specific places as you're talking through something that happens mm. and it's that tapping that releases the stuck energy from the nervous system Interesting. so i wanted to make sure it wasn't just a one-off fluke yeah. because i it, it's like i've tried so many things over the years and i didn't want to waste my time on something that wasn't really working or wasn't going to do anything so i wanted to check it out and it's available for free online the person mm -hmm. who developed it gave it away for free um gary craig and so you can look online there's thousands of videos about mm -hmm. eft online mm -hmm. and so i did i learned how to do it and i wanted to try it out on something and i happened to have a 17 year old cat at home at the time and he was starting to fail and we'd told we'd been told he needed to have a daily saline shot mm -hmm. like an injection 
And I was so afraid of doing this. I'd never done it before. I hated shots. And the first time I did it, my hand was just shaking, almost out of control. It was like almost dangerous. I wasn't going to be able to do this every day. And I thought, well, this is a great test case. So I tapped. It's also called tapping. EFT is short for emotional freedom technique Mm. and called tapping. So I tapped. I tapped about the injection, my fear of hurting him, my memories from injections because I'd had a lot. Mm. And the next day when I gave him the shot, all the fear had gone. The, The needle just slid right in and my hand didn't shake at all. And that's when I realized it's like deceptively powerful. You don't think it's doing much, but boy, that was a shift from the day before. Interesting. Wow. That's fascinating. Yeah. I've heard of people doing it and I've always wanted to try it and I never have. So this is going to be my catalyst to, to, I'm inspired. I really would like to, because I've done some meditations too, where like you do like rubbing techniques. And so it's a similar, right? There's this repetitive and intention. So that's, that is really neat. Right. So with EFT, you are, and that's one of the points, this is a collarbone point. Mm -hmm. What you're doing is you're using the words to bring the memory and the feelings back into the body and the tapping then releases it. So those memories and the emotions that we have stored around them, they're just energy that's stuck in the body. It wants to be released, but we've suppressed it. So this is a way that allows it out. So I started using it. Every day I started noticing when I was emotional during the day and I would tap and just come back to peace. Mm. And I could actually tell that my mind was starting to quiet down. So I knew there was a technique that you could use where you wrote down every memory, every emotional memory you had from your childhood and earlier years. And I did with several sheets of paper and I wrote them all down and I tapped on the one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. Mm. And I found my mind becoming quiet Mm. and I was becoming less reactionary. Mm. And it was really quite amazing to experience that difference. Wow. So you could even do it on the paper and not on yourself. And it was working. Well, I was, I was just using the paper to note them down. So I would just go through, I would, I would use that memory and talk about it as I was tapping. Oh, I see. You were still doing it on your body. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Yes. Still doing it on the body. Okay. Wow. That's incredible. So then you, you incorporated that into your life and then did you start doing it to other people at some point? Do you do it now? Do you help people learn how to do it on, you know, on themselves? I do. I do. But that was really just the first part of my journey. It, okay. it went on from there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I, rem- I remember opening the door at one point during this journey and, and realizing that I f- it felt like I was living in a different reality because the voices in my mind, you know, the ones that, that criticize us and judge other people, that voice had gone and I realized at that point it had actually been my dad's voice that I'd been programmed with in childhood. And it it was gone, which was really, really nice. But I still had some things going on. So I wanted to do more. But I realized at this point what EFT is doing, it's kind of opening up the subconscious mind. It's actually, and you can tell that because when you're tapping through a memory, more detail will come as you let go of some of the emotions, the more more um, suppressed details will come to light. You'll actually remember things that you had forgotten. So that's part of the opening up of the subconscious mind. So when I started this process, I wasn't aware of how I felt. I wasn't aware of my emotions because I just suppressed everything so much. So I started to become aware of my emotions, but then underneath the emotions are a set of physical sensations Right. So we use the words sadness or happiness or frustration. What we're really describing is the set of sensations we're feeling. And we kind of dissociate from those feelings from the body and we just use the word instead. But this is reversing that process. So I would become aware of how I was feeling those sensations. And when I did that, I actually didn't need EFT anymore. I could actually just focus on those sensations And when I would hold my awareness on them, they would dissipate Mm. because it's just stuck energy that wants to be let go. It wants to be accepted and acknowledged. 
And when I would do that, it would shift. So I just did this over and over again. I'd actually do it standing at the kitchen sink when I was doing the dishes. And I would recognize, okay, I'm, this thought has some emotion behind it. It's, I'm feeling emotional about this thought. And I would stop where I was doing the dishes and I would feel that for me, it was usually fear. I would feel that fear inside of me and I would actually hold my breath and stand like a statue because if I didn't, it would disappear. And I would hold my focus on it until it shifted and I needed to take a breath. And then I would do it again. Think the same thought again, feel it, let it go, feel it, let it go until that thought no longer has the emotion behind it and it's free. Wow. That is incredible. All the energy that we store. It is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And we're not aware of it, but we start to become aware of it. We're actually shown like it's, it is a layer, a layer process, an yeah. onion, many, 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 many layers. And we're just shown the next step. Each time we release one, we're shown the next one mm. and we can work on that because we wouldn't actually, I know I would not have survived if I had known how much pain I had inside oh, my head yeah. before when I was shown it, it's like, okay, I knew, I knew what to do with it at that point. Mm. So to get there from where I was right now. So I started working, feeling the feelings, these sensations every night, instead of doing EFT, I would lay on the sofa, bring a memory to mind. And at this point I'd done my childhood. So I kind of worked on more collective traumas. So I would bring something like nine 11 to mind mm. and feel all those sensations inside of me and let it go, mm. feel them, let it go. And over time of doing this, at some point I actually became able to hold my awareness inside my body, which was really weird. I've never, I'd never heard of that before. So I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was kind of just playing. Mm -hmm. So I just kept going. And the only way I can really explain this is imagine you have a stomach ache or a toothache. You can pinpoint with your mind where that pain is, right? But once the pain has gone, you can't focus on on it anymore inside your body because it's not there anymore. I could do that. I could put my awareness back inside and I would move it around and realize I could feel tension or no tension. So I would move to find some tension and I would do the same thing on the inside that I was doing with the sensations, hold my awareness on it until it shifted and then do it again and again and again. And it would release. And I realized I'm really letting go of, dis-ease or tension stored inside the body. Wow. That's incredible. And so much of our, I, I think, you know, over time holding in fear, holding in that sadness, that tension, that energy, do you agree that it could manifest into physical ailments? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So yes. there's so much benefit, not only for your well-being and just mentally feeling better, and just the tension, like we all feel like when you're stressed, you just feel tense, right? But years of that, I really believe harboring that can cause so many different diseases. So what an amazing, amazing long-term benefit you could do too by working on clearing out things. Right. I mean, it shows me that there's really no difference between the mental and the physical because it's all stored in the physical. And we're so, it's connected all, it's all, yeah, exactly. Everything's energy and, oh, wow, that's fascinating. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I kept going. Yeah. I kept going. Yeah. At some point, it took months at this point. Okay. But after multiple months, I was able to put my awareness inside my head uh -huh. and my face. And that's when I became aware of the amazing forces pulling my body out of alignment. You know, I think it stems back to being born with my foot up against yeah. my shin, that my whole body was kind of twisted and I had scoliosis, have scoliosis. Mm -hmm. But to actually become aware of those forces inside was really amazing to me. And that I know you talk about law of attraction, mm -hmm. but that really kind of solidified to me my understanding of the law of attraction in terms of us being a signal, that mm. the whole of us is a signal, it's not just our thoughts. Mm. It's everything about us. But to me, the biggest part is that tension that we've stored inside of us from our past mm. and how that really pulls us out of alignment 
and we don't know it. That's yeah, that's a good point. So it's a little bit deeper. It's not just the thoughts which have amazing power, but also if you've got trapped energy that could be blocking things from flowing and happening in your life. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. But we don't know it. We don't know. Sure. You don't know, you don't know. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I use that phrase a lot. Yeah. So you you came to that conclusion. Did you start realizing like when I'm out of alignment, like things aren't flowing as well? Or how did you kind of come to understand that? Well, I know. Yeah. I mean, I know that's the case. Sure. That things aren't flowing as well. Right. So, so now when I was in my head, I could actually start releasing the tension. Mm-hmm. And when it releases, I can see because I can sense inside. I can sense that it's light now. Right. It's mm-hmm. light underneath the darkness. Okay. So once we've let go of that inner tension, then then there's light there. Okay. So, so all we need to do is find the darkness, find the, the shadow, the negative, whatever it is, accept it and let it go. And then the flow, yes, there's absolutely a, then a flow of energy. Sure. You knew the flow and then you could better attract things or things would flow better. And yeah, that's incredible. That's a good point. Yeah. Because we talk about resistance, right? We talk about having resistance to something. And I I believe that resistance really exists in the body as physical tension. And if we let it go, then the energy flows. I'm like feeling it now. I'm like, I just have to like, let it go. (laughs) So really quickly, (laughs) that is it. It's coming to peace in every moment. Right. So how does it like, I mean, I'll do this meditation I call it a meditation or just a thought like often, like, you know, when I'm going to bed or if I'm feeling stressed about something, you know, I'll just close my eyes and breathe in. And then I just imagine whatever the feeling is just leaving through the bottom of my feet, like my little, there's little doors in the bottom of my feet and I'm just letting it flow out and recycle into the universe. Would that be something that's helpful or is there something that even deeper I could do? It could be, I don't know. Sure. But I mean, is that Um, kind of like a a good technique, like starting to kind of think that way, like just even picturing the energy just kind of flowing outward, like letting it go? Yes. I mean, in terms of the law of attraction, right, when you do that, you are more peaceful, you're more relaxed. Okay. So so any form of meditation, right, it changes you in the moment to be more relaxed. That's your then your signal. So you're attracting back into your future Mm -hmm. more of that, Mm -hmm. more of that peace, Mm -hmm. right? I wanted to get to the physical so to me, the EFT changed me at a physical level, as does the feeling, the feelings, and actually holding the awareness on the tension and letting it go. It may be that that technique that you were using does some of that, mm-hmm. right? So you you know, want to feel into it. It's like, is it releasing some tension at the sure. physical level? Mm-hmm. If it is, that's a permanent shift. Right. Okay, cool. And each person will know, obviously, and have their own you know, practice in, in some ways, but similarities, of course, of just recycling out and, you know, energy and, and feelings and acknowledging them and then kind of letting it go. It's just freeing up space, right? And, and, and releasing tension for, like you said, more light, calmness, and then you're more available. Right. And your awareness is expanded, right? So it's really nice to, yeah. to notice mm-hmm. if the awareness is expanding, if you're able to get to a deeper level on the inside, because I believe it's that this is insight. It's actually using the inner eye, the third eye, being mm-hmm. able to see inside the body. And once you can do that, it's a depth of awareness. You know, that phrase as within, so without is absolutely true, right? Mm-hmm. So as you're more aware of yourself at a deeper level on the inside, yeah. you're actually more aware of what's happening around you on the outside as well. Yeah. It's like your inner body intuition. <laughs> like you can start probably picking up on things, right? Inside your body. Right, that right. Could, I, yeah. I believe that I'm the connective tissue. When I Once I got in my head and I was able to release enough, I actually started to feel and hear something release it it sounded like old fabric ripping Mm. and when i researched it i realized it's the connective tissue in the body releasing a bond and so um i've realized over time i believe that's where the soul resides in the connective tissue and it's tied in through these 
this tension that we've held over the years and that distorts the signal from spirit or from the universe or from God or whatever. And that's how the ego manifests. But as we let go of this tension, I think we tune into spirit much more easily because the signal is no longer distorted. Wow. That's really cool. I've never heard it explained like that. So it's like your intuition, therefore the spirit, like everything would kind of like open up and be more available and more in tune when you're working on that. That's really cool. Yeah. And you can see it happening, you know, as serendipity start, you know, yep. happening more and more often and just things change mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. Did you start noticing things where you like, did your intuition, I call it like your intuition center, your third eye, did it start opening? Like, did you start, you know, being able to like notice things within yourself or other people or like, how did that come yeah, through okay. all along yes okay. yes mm-hmm. as, as within so without things right mm. definitely aware at a deep level and i see that in other people i see um i understand why things are happening why the, okay. why energy how energy works among things that are happening outside so yeah it's it's fun to experience that wow. and to experience you know once you let go of the negative and to do that you have to accept it I had to accept it. It wasn't suppressing it. It wasn't trying to think positively because when you do that, you suppress what you're actually thinking. Mm. So it was accepting the actual thoughts. Then they would dissipate. And underneath, as I said, it's the light. So positive thoughts are actually there already. Mm -hmm. Don't actually have to try and think them. They're just there once you've let go of the negative. Okay. That was like the blocker was when that negative was blocking it. Right, right. It was the darkness inside that was locking it. Man, if we could just get more of this darkness out, think of how differently we could change not only ourselves, but the world, right? (laughs) Right, right. But when you think about it, there's so much of society that, um, you know, they say, don't don't think about that, right? Don't go to the negative. Don't hate, right? We shouldn't hate anything. But if we're feeling hate, that stuck inside of us. Right. And I would much rather acknowledge it and let it go sure. than, than keep it stuck inside. Definitely. Yeah. But you know, a lot, it's hard. And I mean, I'm speaking for myself, anybody, like it's hard sometimes to feel the feelings, right? Because they're painful. It's not fun to go through, but then you're only delaying it really, right? So I've always been like a crier, like my mom, like we always just like cry about everything, but like we work it out and then we like move really quickly, you know? I think it's a good trait. Some people might see it as weak or just emotional, but it really does. It just feels good. Like have a good cry, feel the feelings, acknowledge them. And I don't do this perfectly every time, trust me, but it's so healthy to feel the feelings, but then let it go. Like let it pass. Absolutely. I mean, that's what deer do, right? If if a deer has been chased by a mountain lion or something and they've got free, they will just shake it all off. And move on with their day. Yeah. But we tend to hold it in. Yeah, we harbor it. I, we do. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is really helpful. And this honestly would be a really great thing to teach your children early on. What amazing skills to have as a young child versus so many of us are learning this in our adulthood, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. If we could actually acknowledge what they're, how they're feeling. Oh, I can see that you're feeling tense, right? Your shoulders are really tight right now. Can you feel that? Right. As opposed to saying, oh, you're angry, right? When then we're dissociating from their body. So yeah, that would be a a huge shift. That would be really great. I wanted to go back to the soul and the fibers of your tissue. Like that's fascinating to me. So can you kind of try to explain your, at least your understanding or your thought about our souls, you know, I believe like our souls are, and it's a common spiritual belief, but that our souls are just, you know, visiting in these temporary bodies while we're here on earth, right? Like I believe our bodies are temporary and our soul is immortal. So it's very connected though, it sounds like while we are here in our bodies though, like maybe more so than I even realized. So does it kind of get like muffled down by all of the physical stuff in our bodies? Like in the tissue, like trapped, or I mean, can you just expand more on that? <laughs> yeah, I can. I explain what I think. Sure. Happens, yeah. Right. I think it comes in through the pineal gland. Perhaps mm-hmm. I'm actually looking from the center of my head somewhere when I'm looking inside. So because I can see from one place to another inside, I know I'm not my body. Mm. I can't 
can't be my body if sure. I'm looking from one place inside to another place inside, okay. right? So I know that for sure. I think it comes in through the pineal gland and and through the connective tissue. I think it's it's throughout our body in every, I mean, the connective tissue is throughout everything. It's right, it's inside it's inside bone, it's inside organs, it's it's on the skin, it's in, in the and the neurons mm. have connective tissue in them. So it's everywhere and, and it has an electrical component to it, right? So it has some electric. So when we talk about resistance, right, there's actually a physical resistance there. Yeah, and I think it gets it it lives in our body. Mm. It wants to live in our body. But that tension, we clamp it down in certain places with those emotions and those memories, and then it's not comfortable. And I think once it gets so uncomfortable, that's probably when we die. It, it has to leave because yeah. it's just too uncomfortable in the body. Interesting. But we can let it go, right? We can allow it to live freely inside the body. And I suspect once it's totally comfortable in the body, it's not tied down in any way then it would be happy to stay in the body for as long as it wants to. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard of the pineal gland, but the tissue part, that was really cool. I mean, because it's, you're right, it's binding like everything together. It is. And I, you know, I'm putting my awareness now in my bones. I'm, I'm, I've let go of a lot of tension in my head. I mean, I've got those x-rays that were from last year compared to ones from 2013 and I can see that my eye sockets have aligned my the bones. I didn't even know those bones would shift. Mm. And my jaw, which was way off to the side, is now more centered. And my neck is straighter. And I've grown half an inch as a 55-year-old, which I think is really fun. That is. Cool. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around, right? When you Right. Yeah. Because I think we tighten up because we think the same thoughts and over and over again. Yeah. Those emotions, we react the same way over and over again. We just clamp everything down. Interesting. So this is loosening it up right so because i'm moving my awareness through things i mean through the bone and through i'm not i don't know if i'm in an organ or not i just know where physically i could pinpoint where my awareness is mm. but i can't feel what i'm inside except i can feel bone because there's a density to bone that mm. i can feel so that's why i think i'm moving through the connective tissue mm. because it's everywhere. Sure, that makes sense. And yeah, so yeah, I don't quite know how that relates to the soul, but that's what I think. That's yeah. that's my well. Regardless, I, I mean, it's all connected and literally, but like, I mean, we're physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like it's all connected for sure. We know this now. Like I was saying, with the stress and things causing physical ailments, it's just very clear that it's very, you know, interconnected. So it would make sense that the the mental work that you're doing would clear clear physical and that of course our soul's all part of it. It's incredible. Wow. Right. So I don't think that I'm in I kind of used to say that I'm out of my mind when I'm doing this, but I actually think I'm probably in a in the feeling mind as opposed to the thinking mind. There you go. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm I'm just feeling sensing right you could probably put your awareness on your right big toe right and feel how that feels right now when you do that you're not necessarily thinking you're just feeling so that's what I'm doing when I'm on the inside okay wow and do you still do the tapping sometimes or are you really mostly just doing the feeling I do do the tapping sometimes, yeah. um, especially when I can't grab hold of those feelings. Right? If it's something that's too emotional mm. that I can't settle down and feel, tapping works great. Okay. So both are still very valuable. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So then you you just kept experimenting and, and being able to do this. And then did you like turn this into like your career or like you start helping people? Like what happened next? Well, I wrote a book. I wrote yeah. I wrote this story. I wrote all the steps that I went through down in my book because I realized the further I went from those steps, the more I would forget them. So I wanted to detail them. Yeah. And what's the book called? It's called A Pathway to Insight. Okay. Well, we'll make sure to put that on the show notes too so people can find it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you wrote the book and then and then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sharing my story because yeah. there is we have 
so much power inside of us. I didn't know this 10 years ago. I didn't know it was possible to shift your bones just with focused awareness. So I want other people to know that they can do this too. Someone the other day asked me, he's like, so this must have cost a lot of money to do this, right? It's like, no, no, this was free. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone can do it. I'm no one special. Okay. That's really inspiring. And I think, gosh, like, especially, well, I I always say that on the show, especially now, well, I'm living now. So of course I'm saying that, but there's been trauma and horrible things and everything in between from the beginning of time, but there has been more than normal. It feels just a lot of chaos in the world and, and sadness and, you know, empathetic feelings coming through for all the poor people going through these horrible things. And I think these techniques could really be extra helpful even just right now is, you know, for the collective, there's just like, you, you hear so many people with mental illness right now or anxiety and stress and not knowing how to deal with what they're hearing, you know, on the news every day. And so I think we're storing all that inside. This Absolutely. This really yeah. great to do for ourselves. Yeah. We, we think often think that things are happening out there, yeah. right? That someone else is at fault for what's mm. happening. And we think we have no control over it. But the part that we can do is we can come to peace ourselves, mm. right? We can feel the feelings, the sadness, the anger, the frustration inside of us and let that go yeah. so that we can come to peace because then that's our signal and we're that's what we're attracting to, into our future. Right. But if we think there's like a big war happening right now, right, and, and we're storing, as you said, we're storing these feelings, we're suppressing them, then we're going to attract this again in our future. And I don't think we want that. I think now is the time we can actually let it go sure. so that we don't have to attract it again in our future. Do you believe spiritually? I, I often ask this to my guests. I think that people's perspectives are amazing. Do you believe that we've kind of attracted some of these things that are coming on a collective level? I think where things are coming up now to be looked at yep. and felt yes. and let go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to examine and there's a lot of stuff that's not working and hasn't been working right, but that's really uncomfortable because we're used to it, but it needs to change and it's changing before our eyes, just everything, even like our, right, like digital currency and money, like that's a big thing that's happening. And I think it's a really good thing, but it's uncomfortable, right? There's a lot of shaking being, you know, being done in our world. So we really need to focus on like, tuning into ourselves. It's a lot to take in. And I just think, gosh, what a perfect timing to have this conversation, letting it flow and feeling we need to be doing this. Oh man, our world needs this so badly. Yeah. Just feel it. Now, if you can't deal with it, I think I heard you on another episode talk about not watching the news. I didn't watch the news for a long time for Mm -hmm. years but I've released enough inside Mm. of me now that I watch the news because I want to know what triggers me. I Mm. want to feel it and let go and then have that awareness at a deeper level. It's a deeper level of healing Mm -hmm. to do this work. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of ebb and flow. I mean, trust me, I still know what's going on. It's hard not to, right? Because my mom's like, did you hear about this? Or my husband will send me news stories and stuff. But yeah, I think we all have different comfort levels of what we can let in and out and I'd like to challenge myself to do a, a better job at just kind of like processing it more because it's so it feels sometimes so painful. Like you said, I'm just kind of like, I don't want to deal with this. But like you said, there, there's still part of me that is probably suppressing it because I'm doing that. Right, right. Yeah. That That's a barrier we put up. Right. And we're not often not aware of it, right? Many of us, I think, will watch the news and we will have a barrier up because we don't want to take it in, but we're not aware that we sure. have a barrier up. Exactly. Right. So, or to, there's people to, that watch it all the time. I'm fine. I'm fine. But then, oh my gosh, just that's so much horrible, fearful information too coming in. You should acknowledge it because you might be just suppressed, like, oh, I'm good. But like, you might be holding it. And you don't even realize it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It comes down to balance. <laughs> you have to balance. <laughs> Now right. So if you knew how to tap, right, if you, you could actually tap while you're watching the news or okay. listening to the news and that would let it flow as it came in. Oh, it would. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So not only can you do it um, after like a traumatic situation, you can also do it during. Yes, okay. absolutely. Yes. That's probably really helpful. I've actually 
heard techniques about that for like anxiety. Like for instance, I don't really like to fly. And one thing that like helped me if you start feeling panicky is like the, um, check in with your five senses. Like what do you taste in your mouth? What do you smell? What do you see? Feel something, the tactile thing, obviously the tapping, but feeling like the fabric on your skin, it's distracting your mind, but you're focusing and you're like, okay, I'm here. Like everything's okay. So I could see how that could be really helpful in the moment. Yes. Yes. I went on a flight a couple of years ago before COVID and there was a, a young baby, a baby boy in her mother's arms and he was screaming uh, and you know how people on planes don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so he just kept going and going and we got up to altitude, was still screaming, oh. clearly had not had his nap. Yeah. So I had the dad and there were a few places away from me and rows away from me. I had the dad swap places with me for a bit. Oh. And I asked the mother if it was okay if I tapped on her son. Oh. And she said, yes. So I tapped gently on his points for about three, two or three rounds. And he just fell asleep in oh her arms. Gosh. And all the passengers were very grateful. Oh and so was I. And the baby whisper, AKA tapper. <laughs> But it's very easy to do. So you can do it on other people as well. Okay. I'm going on a flight yeah. with my toddler soon. So this is good information. Okay. Good time to learn it. And I yes. think it's during nap time. So, um, okay. So then how do you know what points to tap on? Are there different points for different things? Or are there general points that you can just always tap on? It's just a set of general points that you just tap on okay. the same ones every and time. Is Temple one of them? You were doing that? Um, well, the first one is the karate chop points on the side of the hand. Okay. And then the crown points, then the beginning of the eyebrows, mm. the bone on the edge of the eye, okay. the bone under the eye, on the upper lip, mm-hmm. on the chin, collarbone, and under the arm. Okay. And you just do those, take a deep breath, do them again, take a deep breath. I would recommend watching a video online. This Gary Craig had his original videos. I have one on my YouTube channel that talks about it. And the body kind of gives feedback. So you know if you're releasing energy. Often Mm. people will yawn. Mm. Sometimes people will burp. Sometimes people get really tired and and tears are a release of resistance. So always a good thing. And the voice will change, right? You you, you might start out really angry, but as you let go of the tension, they'll just become words that you're saying. The anger will have gone. So it's really nice that the body will give feedback. Okay. This is so crazy because I had a um, reading with a a medium, I'll just say, um, last weekend and she was having me touch those certain points. I wasn't tapping, but she had me very similar to the ones that you had and the collarbone and then that, you know, the rubbing. And it was about like, you know, unconditional love. I am unconditionally loved. And when I was doing that here and I just started crying out of nowhere, it's wild. You know, just to give people an example, if they're kind of trying to understand like how this works until you do it, you just don't quite understand the feelings. Um, But for instance, like I feel overall that I'm loved. I feel that I love, but I think if you look deeper, sometimes we resist love or we aren't always as loving as we can be to people. And when I was doing that and I said that to myself that I'm unconditionally love, I just started crying so hard. You know, just saying that like was so emotional. I don't know if that's making sense, but like, I guess I don't think to myself on a daily basis, like you truly are unconditionally loved. And that made me so sad that I don't think more like that. And I had something suppressed within me. And so that release of tears was so powerful. And then also the whole reading as she was clearing my chakras, the medium was burping. So that's so wild that you said that because I've, I think I've heard about that once, but I didn't really get it. And so after she told me, she's like, that's, I'm literally absorbing like your energy and I have to like, that's just how I, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like expel it out or whatever. That was crazy. So it's funny that you say that it's obviously must be kind of a common way or the yawning, like there's some way that they have to release the energy. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That thing about love too, you know, at one point along this path, I, I tapped about the word love for like 15 minutes. And, you know, I kind of opened up my subconscious mind somewhat at that point. So memories were free flowing. So all the memories that I had stored around the word love surfaced and they were not the memories or not the, you know, the ideal love that you would think about. They were what I had internalized as Mm -hmm. the word love. 
which are not the things that I would want around the word love, right? Mm. So I don't really use that word very much because when I use it, my programming of that word is not necessarily positive. Interesting. So we all have a different experience with pretty much every word, right? right? If you think about the word hospital, someone who works at a hospital has a very different feeling around that word than someone who's been in hospital, someone who's lost someone in a hospital, sure. right? So even the words we're using have memories that are stored inside of us that we can work with and let go. I have a, a series of words listed in my book that are triggering words yep. that probably have things stored inside uh, that I have we can that, just tap with on. That word hospital, I don't really enjoy it because it to me, it's like, oh, you have, when you go there when you're not well and it makes me nervous to think about that. I think I know why there was some stuff like with my dad when I was younger and it was scary for me. But see, even at 37, like I still kind of, I'm not like, oh my God, I'm horrible, but it just, I don't like love to even talk about hospitals much. Isn't that interesting that it's still a little bit inside? <laughs> right. It is. Yeah. It's stored inside with those memories. So whenever you hear that word, you're probably not aware of it, but inside of you, sure. those things are shifting and stirring. Yeah. So that's the so much energy stored inside of us that we're really not aware of. And we can do so much to change that. Yep. That's fascinating. Very cool. Oh, well, what else, so what else are you like working on? You, you wrote your, written your book and then do you help people? Do you ever do like one-on-one -on -one sessions with people or? I do some one-on-one -on -one sessions. What I'm really more focused on right now is like sharing, just, just sharing get, that we have this power. Yeah. So if anyone's okay. talk, listening who has um, an event that I could talk at, sure. I would love to do that. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast is spread information yeah, there's so much amazing stuff coming through and people are awakening and uh, using techniques and healing. And I think that's the biggest thing that I gather from this. There's just so much trauma individually and collectively, and we gotta, we gotta work through it individually first. And then that affects the collective, but also I believe there are ways to, to meditate and, you know, pray for the collective as well. Um, right. Because we have our own experience of the collective, right? You, right. You, it sounds like maybe you have some sadness over what other people are experiencing. Right. Right. So that's your part of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is something that, that we ourselves could tap on, right? It's so sad that so many people are so depressed right now. Right. Right. I could let that sadness go. Okay. And then that changes the future. Well, yeah. If everyone did that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody collectively do this tonight and we're going <laughs> to... Well, even with all the divisions out there, right? This We're so divided, right? We, we have feelings about the other side, what the other people believe that's not the same as what we believe. And if we can let that go, then, then that's how we can come together in peace. If, if we can let that go and the other people can let that go, yeah, we can come together in peace. That's true. Like, that's a good point, yeah, because... We've all had something like that, I think, it just with the last few years. And, you know, I have had, had a couple of friends that just the friendships have changed. And, you know, that's made me sad, right? Like I haven't outwardly like said anything or done anything, but I still feel sad that like I am not as close with a friend, right? So then I'm, again, I'm holding that in. Right. That's your sadness. Right. And you can let that I go. Let it go. Yeah. Feel it and let it go. Right. Yeah, because there's the concept of letting go, right? But and sometimes when we say we're just going to let it go, we actually suppress it. Right. Because you're not feeling yeah. it. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> feeling it. Great. Wow. Well, I love learning more about this. Um, and then, I mean, is there anything else that you've learned just in your spiritual journey that you'd like to share with people? Um, let's see. Um. Well, there's that phrase that God doesn't give us more than we can handle in any moment, right? I, I touched on that a little bit. Um, it's absolutely true, right? So I know you also mentioned, you know, sometimes we think these feelings are going to annihilate us, that they're so intense that we can't actually do this work because we can get beyond them. But there, there is a beyond, right? And freedom is on the other side. That's why that experience with my cat was so useful for me mm -hmm. to actually see that I could get beyond it and look back and see, oh my God, that was really traumatic. I was really afraid of that, but now I'm free. Mm -hmm. 
Right. So if we can do that on, or if we can do this work, even with tapping, start out on something easy mm. and realize you can get to the other side and it's, it's okay. It's just energy that's stored in the body. That's all it is. Those memories and those traumas don't exist outside of us. Mm. We've just kept them inside and they sure. want to be gone yeah. and we can let them go. And I'm thinking too, like, oh my gosh, this could be used not just for like feelings and like day-to-day stuff or like large trauma events, like what you went through with your mother, but um, like phobias or habits. Have you worked with people or do you, can you say anything about that? Because those are, well, I guess it's similar in the, like, you, you know, you held that trauma like with your mom for years and years. Well, the same thing, people could smoke for years or, um, you know, people that have fears, like can that sometimes take longer than just once or twice? Like, is this something where you sometimes do have to practice it quite a bit? Right. And you have to start catching yourself when you want, when you're afraid, right. Or when, if you're, you've got an addiction or something and you're wanting to eat, say, catch yourself in the moment that that's happening and you can tap on that. It's like, okay, I really want to eat right now. I want to eat right now and just tap using that phrase and allow yourself to ask questions. Okay. What is it? I'm not wanting to feel Mm. because I'm wanting to eat. What what am I going to trying to suppress? Mm. And um, you ask yourself other questions like that because there's there's so many aspects, right. To, to the cat experience, right. There was, my hand shaking, there was the fear of hurting my cat, the fear of the injection and my history around mm. injections. So multiple different I aspects see. to each fear. Okay. So if and you can maybe, figure it maybe out. if you've got a fear of spiders, right, maybe something happened, mm. right, with a spider to begin with, or you saw something on the TV, mm-hmm. right, a movie, and that's where that fear got programmed into you. Sure. So there's different ways you've got to ask yourself different questions and find that resistance inside. So if you find the source, then is it helpful to like relive that moment and then let it go? Like, don't, doesn't that help if you actually like relive the moment with the spider or whatever, and then, and then let it go. If you can relive it, yeah. If you can can figure out what the source is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you bring it back to mind, then there's emotions come into the body and you tap them out. Mm. So yes, you're actually feeling, you're feeling the feelings that you suppressed in the moment. You're actually allowing them to release. Sure. So there's those kind of phobies and things, but there's also, you know, people want to use the law of attraction in terms of manifestation, right? That's very popular. Mm. So when there's something we want that we don't have right now, it means two things. It means we're not happy right now. So we have resistance to what's happening now. Mm-hmm. So we can find that resistance and let that go. Mm. But if, if there's something we want that we don't have right now, we've got resistance to it as well, because if there was no resistance, we would have it already. Okay. So if we can find that resistance and let that go, then the energy can flow. Interesting. So, you have so to I have figure a chapter out what in my is. book. I have a chapter in my book that asks all questions to bring up that resistance okay. that can then be tapped out. That's interesting because, you know, usually people be like, well, if I want it, obviously I don't resist it because I want it, but it would have already been there. So maybe it was something where you thought before, like, I couldn't go on that trip. I can't afford it. Like, and then you just, like right. that almost. I don't, I don't deserve it. Sure. Okay. So then of course it's not going to come in. Okay. That's, that's a good point. Right, because everything you have now is what you've attracted. Sure. And those, that's what you vibrate with. But if there's something that's not right here, right now, there, there is some resistance to it. That's really good. Okay, so kind of you have to look a little deeper sometimes. Why is, or, <laughs> yes. you know, why are repeated patterns happening in people's lives? Why are you attracting the same thing over and over and over Right. That's because it's programmed into us in childhood. And we just, that's our signal. It's part of our signal. We replay it because we emitted the signal, comes back to us. We react the same way and we emit that signal again and we attract it again in our future. Or you don't really deal with it. You move, you know, like for instance, I feel like I had a few relationships like that. And then I would finally in the relationship, but I didn't really do the work. And so then the next one was very similar. It's like, why am I keep attracting this in? Then I finally did work and then I was able to like find my husband. Now, I mean, I, 
that sounds easier than it was, but you do, you really have to like tap in, do the work, feel the feelings, let it go, figure out really what you want. And then, you know, I think when the time is right and you're attracting it in, then it will, but that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because once we've done the di- once we've done the work, we are different. Right. So we are going to um, get in, become in harmony with someone different. Yes. Yeah. We change our future that way. Yeah. Energy attracts energy, and mm-hmm. that makes complete sense. Wow. Well, this is all very fascinating. <laughs> I love it all. Wow. Well, is there anything else that's on your mind or your heart today? Not at this point. Yeah, and I, I think, think I said yeah, everything. I think this is a perfect um, conversation and um, an easy way to understand it. Um, so I really appreciate you coming on and telling this, to, you know, on my show and everybody else's show. Um, we can all use some extra love and healing these days. So I am glad that you were able to figure out how to do it on yourself and then you could teach everybody else how to do it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And okay, so remind us the name of your book. A Pathway to Insight. A Pathway to Insight. Okay, we will put that in the description notes. And then where else can people find you? Do you have a website or social media? I do. I have website anhints.com, A-N-N-H-I-N-C-E.com. Okay. And I have a YouTube channel and there's multiple videos on there. And I have a public Facebook page that I love answering questions on. And okay. um, I try and explain some of the memes that we see out there sure. these days. Okay, great. Well, you've inspired me. I want to, I want to start practicing some tapping. <laughs> so thank <Good>. you. <laughs> well, I'm so happy that you were able to, um, heal, um, from, from your traumas too. What a beautiful story. It's very inspirational. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share. Absolutely. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. I hope you found today's conversation um, as inspiring as I did. And of course, you can always find me on Instagram at Real Lauren Live and my website, Lauren.life. Bye.